Everybody, good Friday morning. It's kind of a, uh, a little bit overcast right now, but it's Friday. Best day of the week. Time to start planning for the weekend, decide what you're doing. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host for Your Palace, Your Place, brought to you by the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut, the center of the universe, as some like to uh, call it. And we are um, so thrilled to be with you twice a month here at WATR to talk to you not only about what's the wonderful things, which I'll get to, that are going on at the Palace Theater, but also to uh, entertain you and engage in some conversation about other venues, arts, culture, pop culture, lifestyle, whatever it is that we think might be interesting, because we want you to think of the palace as your place for entertainment and so much more. So this morning, uh, for the next about 50 minutes, I have with me this morning two people that I think are going to be very interesting for you to listen to, so I hope you'll stay tuned. And uh, before we get to them, though, I'd like to um, talk a little bit about some of the things that are happening at the Palace Theater. If you've been kind of itching and waiting, like when are those tickets to the Broadway series, the Webster Broadway series going on sale, single tickets, well, your wait is almost over. September 17th, our season goes on sale. And most of our programs uh, and offerings will be available starting at 10 a.m. that morning. Uh, For those who have been waiting for Book of Mormon to go on sale, that one we're going to make you wait just a little bit longer. Um, That's going to have its own um, on sale in November, so hang on for that. But the rest of our Broadway series, which is uh, kicks off with The Illusionist in October, followed by uh, Legally Blonde, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I should say, in November, then Legally Blonde in February, Tap Dogs in March, uh, Book of Mormon is in a week run in April, and then we uh, tie it all up with Chicago, that um, perennial favorite, in May. So that's our Webster Broadway series. And those single tickets, uh, some of them are already on sale. Illusionist, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, As I said, uh, Book of Mormon will go on sale in April. But the rest of the series will go on sale September 17th. And then some of our other shows that aren't yet on sale will be available for single ticket. And speaking of on sales and single tickets and exciting news, if you... if um, by now, I'm sure you know, but for those who may not know, we are so thrilled to have some real icons coming to the palace this October. We have such a blockbuster lineup in October. I I, I can't even, I'm so excited, but the, the big news about a week and a half ago was that um, Bob Dylan is coming to the palace November 20th. That's just so I am so excited about that. I mean, Bob Dylan, poet laureate, uh, uh, Nobel Prize winner. I mean, he, uh, it's Bob Dylan. So if you haven't gotten tickets, there aren't a lot left. I'm going to be honest, and I'm not exaggerating this. There's probably less than 300 tickets. So if you are saying to yourself, geez, I I didn't get there and I missed my chance, you still have a little chance. The the selection is a little less than when we went on sale. But if you want to say, I've seen Bob Dylan in person, and what for me is really um, kind of 
just uh, uh, historic, I guess, is, is the way I feel about it. Bob Dylan's last appearance at the Palace Theater was back in 1975. 1975, that's 43 years ago. That's, you know, and he's still making music. He's still touring. He's still Bob Dylan. And, and so I encourage you, if you haven't gotten a ticket and you're really thinking about it, don't wait. Our box office, by the way, opens this morning at 10 o'clock, and you can call. Call 203-346-2000 for tickets for Bob Dylan or any of the other things that are already on sale. You can also, of course, go to our website, uh, palacetheaterct.org, and find out lots of information. Another um, thing that's coming up uh, in the fall, of course, we have Alice Cooper coming to the palace. And what a show that will be. And again, another iconic uh, entertainer who performed at the palace back in the heyday, the 70s and 80s. For those who might not know, the, the theater was a rock palace, and all the who's who of the rock world did play the palace. And in fact, I love to tell this little nugget. Um, and my guest, I'm looking at Tom Forrest, um, who I'll introduce in a second. Did you know that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody debuted in North America on the Palace Theater in Waterbury stage. No, I didn't. That's wild. That is wild. Mm. And uh, I mean, it's just like, there's so much, you know, the, the, the kind of axiom, if these walls could talk, if that stage could talk, if those dressing rooms could talk, the stories they could tell. And if you like history and like stories, storytelling, and hearing about um, things in the past, I would invite you. We have a tour coming up uh, next, I believe it's next, no, the 20 something or other, go to our website and check that out. I don't want to miss lead you. But we have tours every month, uh, public tours. We also have a five-week class beginning in October on the Palace Theater's history. And it's um, facilitated by Louis Belosi, who is our our uh, theater historian. And it's a wonderful chance to really dig deeper than you would get from the tour. The tour is interesting, too, because you get to go where the public doesn't go when they come to see a show. And that's cool, even going up in the flywall and and seeing what that experience is like, if you want that. Um, But anyway, the class, the history class, really digs deep um, and talks about some of the iconic people going all the way back to 1922 when the theater opened. Um, you also get a chance to see the loading of one of the Broadway series shows, and that one will be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So, um, and you get to hear some of the behind the scenes, how the theater operates and why some, you know, the programming decisions that get made. So it's a, it's a good experience. If you're interested in that, you can call up the box office again, 203 346 2000 and ask for information about the upcoming Palace Theater History class. So let's see, I've covered, uh, I think, all those things. And now I want to, I talked about history and telling stories. And that leads me into um, something I'm just so excited to uh, be doing at the theater this season. We have a brand new series debuting. Some of you have heard me talk about it during our last live broadcast over at the uh, Ollie Open House. And the, the series is called Second Act. And I like to call it a series of stories told by ordinary people who are doing some extraordinary things in the second act of their life. And this morning, I am um, 
really happy to have back with us because, Tom, you were gracious enough to come during that live broadcast and be a part of that. But I wanted to dig a little deeper and and talk um, more in depth about your story uh, because Tom is our kickoff presenter uh, on September 17th, and his story is entitled From the Boardroom to the bandstand. So, Tom Forrest, welcome this morning. Welcome Good morning. Back. Good morning, Sherry. We have been doing a lot of um, I promotion know. together. I, I see you more than I see my wife. <laughs> well, Which, by the way, makes her pretty happy. I don't know. <laughs> well, and by the way, your wife is lovely. I oh, saw that picture of her on oh, Facebook. She, she is. is beautiful. She so, is. And, and, you know, your story, what I love about your story, and of course, I know your story because I, I had a vet you know, and hear it and see if it was um, going to be what we were looking for. And it, and it, right. it indeed was. Um, what I love about your story is how you, from the get-go, told me how you and your wife were in it together. And though the story may present you at the front, nobody's story is without the people that support them and encourage them. And so I, I just I wanted to say that to you this morning. I love that about your story. Yeah, I, I think part, part of my presentation will be about that, you know, having a plan. But if you have a partner, that partner has to be involved. Otherwise, it will be a, a roadblock the whole time. And sure. my partner... She always, uh, you know, has always had my back. Sometimes she stabbed me in it, but uh, <laughs> but she always had it. So, you know, 43 Tom, years. I know you're exaggerating, but uh, so, so let's, I don't want, I don't want people to hear the story this morning and not come to your presentation. I'm, I'm not, there's a lot to it. Yeah. There's but, sex in it, you know. Ooh, sex ro- I and rocket. I know, I'm Wait lying, minute, that's but a title I, thought, of a movie, I thought that I might intrigue people. <laughs> Anyway. Well, that's enough to get me in the front there row. There you I'll go. You I know. I saw that. And, and ladies, um, you can't see Tom. Tom is kind of a looker with those blue eyes oh, and that thanks. wild man hair that uh, suggests that. Yep. Uh-huh. That's because I'm holding my stomach in. <laughs> well, isn't that what? Uh, that's what spandex is for. And uh, anyway. Um, so, Tom, let's get serious for a second. Sure. Oh, let's do I that. Know. All right. Wow. So, so. You actually, I got to meet you or met you via another person who has been a guest on the show, Jade Stultz. Jade, uh, for those who are listening and might not know, she's the executive director of the Jewish Federation of Western Connecticut in Southbury. And Jade's husband also is a musician. So she, when she heard about how I was thinking about doing this series, the palace was going to be presenting this series, she goes, oh. I've got somebody who would be fabulous for this. So let's start there and work backward. Sure. How did that happen? How did that unfold? I gave her 50 bucks. <laughs> no. Damn. Uh, Jade, Jade is, a, is a marvelous person. I always tell Dave, her husband, that if uh, I wasn't married to my wife, I'd be after Jade. <laughs> but uh, Dave Stoltz is a very famous bass player. Uh, he has worked with uh, the Almond Brothers, uh, Dickie Betts. He's been on tour with. Now he's with JMO's Jazz Band. I mean, he's known the wow. best of the best, and he's my bass player. Ah. So he and I have been friends now. We've been playing together since we were in our twenties. Uh, we used to be 
met the the rock guys for the big bands uh, for the Landerman Agency, which is the biggest agency in New England. So we would show up, and a guy would say, "Play a rock song," you know. And if Dave and I, <laughs> Dave and I would try to get the fifty-piece band to do, you know, what we were doing. Anyway, so he's a he's a good friend and uh, bass player uh, for me, and he will be here actually on Monday. He will be with us. Wow. Yeah. He, wow. He's incredible. I mean, his stories are incredible too. Yeah. So, so as as we're talking about this, I want to give people some information. We're talking about Monday, September seventeenth. Now, if you're sitting there going, Monday night, uh, it's Blues Monday. It's get down, get funky, get get. It's not like it's late either. It's, no, it's right? not. It's six, six o'clock. o'clock. I mean, and, and, even I'm awake. And you get dinner with this program, um, this series, Second Act. It's 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 to be. Um, it's it was conceived. Let me say it that way. It was conceived to be. That was uh, the sex part. <laughs> <laughs> it was conceived to be uh, a program that would be inspiring, encouraging, supportive, fun, funny, affordable, and it's for anybody, no matter what your age. You could be 35 and saying, I have something in my head that I want to make sure happens in my life. I want to plan for that. So if you're a young, younger demo, this is for you. If you're already... 50 and thinking what am I going to do next this second act is for you if you're 75 and thinking do I have another act yeah you do because the whole whole genesis of this idea was that today as we live longer because we have more resources and more opportunities we want to be vital we want to participate that's in that's so important to our own being our mental health and wellness i mean these are all the things today that someone who is of a certain age then it it's different today it's very different yeah. and so programs like this you're going to see more and more of them and of course in connecticut we we have Lots of people who are past a certain age and uh, are looking for their second act or looking for maybe their even third or fourth acts. And that's fabulous. That's what we want to encourage with this. Yeah, I've, I've literally had, you know, on shows, people know my background. And I've had people come up to me, even in their 40s, and say, well, you know, what's the magic sauce here? Because I want to start planning now. You know what? Your second act is viable as long as you're alive, if you think about it. Yeah. I'm and, on my 10th act, I think. <laughs> and, and you know what? We're lucky we live in an age where that's possible. Because think about, you know, a couple of generations back. Right. You, you did that, that thing, that same thing for, what, 45 years, got the golden handshake and... And then you went and sat back. Uh, not everybody, but a lot of people. There wasn't that encouragement. Today you see all kinds of opportunities and um, uh, invitations to be part of something um, well into you know your 90th decade even. Correct. And uh, I saw a lady today in the paper, the oldest person in Waterbury, they think, 106 years old, and she looked fantastic. You could tell she was engaged. She was, I mean... She was all dressed with her pearls on. I'm like, you go, sister. I love wow. that. 106. 106 and vital wow. and vital. So that's the message of Second Act. And that's why, you know, when when the idea for this was born and 
uh, a woman named Nancy Schuler, who you've met, Tom. She's one of our presenters. I met her last last fall, and she just blew me away with her vitality. And you know, today at age you know sixty nine, she's writing plays. She's an uh, an actress, and. She just looks fantastic. She's attractive. Um, she's she's a very very attractive woman, and she's she's in the game of life. You know, she's not, and and so she, I had her on the show last fall, and on this show, and then I thought, you know what? There's there's an idea here. So that's kind of where how this all came to be. Yeah, it's so, a great idea. Well, thank you, and I and I hope that other people will, um, you know, kind of latch onto it and get something from it. I mean, I just love to be a part of something that makes somebody else's life better. Yeah, and you know what? You even and there's food. And there's food. I mean, and come there's on. more. You know. Geez. There's food for and you know what? We have food a discount. Food for thought and food for your stomach. We, uh, food See for that? the soul, food for the I'm food for you everything. Right now. And it's affordable. I said that before. And it's affordable because of two reasons. One is that we have a wonderful uh, initial funder, the Connecticut Community Foundation, who said... We want to support this. We like this idea. This um, fits with our mission because they have, uh, uh, as part of their mission, to fund programming that supports the idea of aging well and um, being engaged. So they came on board. And then another... um, Business actually said, we like this idea too. Uh, we want to support it. And that's Peak Physical Therapy here in Waterbury. Um, and I've spoken about Peak. I've had some of their facilitators on um, the program. I'm involved with them. Uh, and I and I love their whole philosophy there. And it's the same thing. It's like, you know, keep it going. Keep it moving. Find something that you can engage with. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just want to say to both of those funders uh, sponsor is peak and funder is Connecticut Community Foundation thank you thank you for having faith in and supporting this uh, brand new initiative and if you're listening and going okay okay well how much are tickets how do I get tickets okay very affordable um, single tickets are $25 and if you're you know a member of certain organizations you may have gotten an e-blast about it there's even a better discount so you can end up paying $20 for a single ticket and if you want to buy the whole series, it's $180 or $150 with a discount. and um, Or you could buy half and pick which five out of the nine presentations because it's monthly you want to attend. So you can go on our website and check out Second Act, um, which is under the Education tab. Or you can call the box office, 203-346-2000. The website is palisaderct.org. So, Tom, I'm hoping... And again, there's dinner. There's dinner with this. So you know, I'm going to be first in line. Um, I want I want to play some of Tom's um, music because this is this is what you got to do because you had a dream. Correct. So let's listen because I'm telling you, he's the real deal, the real McCoy, going on a three week tour to Asia uh, very soon with his band. I mean, you know, he's living the dream. Ah! 
Today, during the first hour of Talk of the Town, listen on air and online for our continuing feature, Manufacturing Matters, presented by NASCO at 44 Railroad Hill Street in Waterbury. Learn more about their manufacturing services at nascoslitting.com. Close your eyes. It's been 17 years. The towers, the Pentagon, a Pennsylvania field. Both towers were on fire. There was no fear in their eyes. As they climbed the stairway to heaven, towards the bright blue sky, there were lives to be saved in the smoke and the flames. Just doing their job, there was no need to explain. As the towers fell, the Pentagon was hit. All of America was in shock. We just could not believe it. Our eyes are wide open, our hearts in disbelief. A plane was still missing. It was Flight 93. The passengers on board, it could have been you or me. They banded together against this terror so bold. A call to all of America when they said, let's roll. On the darkest of days, the terrorists had not won. That's why we must always remember 9-11-2001. Memories from Bill and Joan Wildman. Waterbury's very popular Brass City Brewfest has a dynamic new name and tasty additions. Brass City Brew and Q. This popular fundraiser for Main Street Waterbury happens on Saturday, September 8th from noon to 5 at Library Park in downtown Waterbury. It's all the same brews plus some barbecue. There will be more than 250 domestic and international brews, free seminars and live bands, plus new for 2018, a barbecue pitmaster competition and barbecue food vendors. A limited amount of tickets will be sold. General admission tickets are $35, 40 the day of. A very intimate preview session starts at noon for just $10 extra. Attendees must be 21 plus with valid ID. Free municipal parking near Library Park. The Brass City Brew and Q. Saturday, September 8th. Presented by Main Street Waterbury. Sponsored by Blasia Chevrolet Cadillac and Waterbury Arts and Tourism. Hosted by Nutmeg Fine Wines and Spirits. For tickets, visit BrassCityBrewandQ.com. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're back with your Palace, Your Place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host, and this is a presentation brought to you by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And as we were going into break, you were listening to a cut from uh, Tom Force CD called On Fire. 
on fire. And oh, I love I love this cover, Tom. <laughs> Tom, by the way, Tom Forrest is the first presenter on September 17th. Right. I'm for, excited about it. Yeah. Um, well, we're excited to have you for sure. I mean, you are just uh, going to blow the place apart. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom is the first presenter in our new series at the Palace called Second Act. And just so you know, when I tell you we have lined up some really, you know, stellar people, I said they're ordinary people doing extraordinary things, but some of them are a little bit more than ordinary. And Tom is one of them because Tom is um, a member of the Blues Hall of Fame. Right. I mean, that's like Tom. Hello. I know. I know. I'm I mean, so, you're in August. I'm still company. surprised. <laughs> Believe me, that you, happened this year, and I'm still wait, like, wait. Did they wait say minute, the wrong name really on happen? the envelope? Yeah. <laughs> I checked. I said no take backs, right? Yeah. No, but I, I, and I'm being fresh because, really, um, for those who are listening, Tom is the real deal here. He is. He he started out life probably with a passion and a love for music. I think I know that about Absolutely. you. And along the way, though, he decided to marry and start a family. And it was at that point he decided to be stand up. I'm a responsible guy and I'm going to take care of my family first. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I was more frightened of my wife and, and her father, but yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd better stand up. Yeah, so he stood up and you became a corporate guy. Exactly. You know, suit, and that's where the nickname took. That's Tom right. the Suit Forced comes from the, <laughs> you were the corporate guy in the suit, and exactly. you were a corporate executive for Cox. Yeah, communications. Yeah, right. In fact, uh, I think I'd, I'd mention it. You know, I'm, we're in Waterbury now. I used to be a, a corporate guy at uh, Channel Twenty oh when it goodness. was in Waterbury. So wow. Yeah. So I know the town pretty well. You do, and you and you and you know your way around because yeah. you are traveling as a musician all over the place. Right. And um, I think Tom, Tom, you'd have to meet Tom in person. I hope some of his, um, he's one of those people I call has that twinkle, and he's got that sparkle in his eye. He's got that sense of that joie. Jo, what is it? Joie de vivre. Mm. Joie de vivre. I, I can't speak today. And um, I got de vivre anyway. <laughs> I know. I, I got some of it. But you got it. You got it. And I, I know that you're going to impart that to the people that come to your presentation of uh, on September 17th, for Second Act. And the name of his presentation, by the way, is From from the Boardroom to the Bandstand. Yeah, you know, I, I hope it's going it, to... I want it to be fun, and everything I do is fun. I, I really want it to be fun, but I really feel that people will leave... If, if they want to leave this way, with some sort of maybe insight, some sort of plan, because I had a plan. And that plan was over a span of 25 years. So I think people could leave with some insight, and I'd be glad to, you know, even share personally when, when I'm there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. And I think, and here's the deal, when you come to, to any of these presentations, but this one in particular, Tom is not only going to present, you know, his story and how we went from the boardroom to the bandstand, but his band is going to play. So, you, if you know, if you love music and you want it and, you know, you liked a little bit of what you heard, we're going to play a cut as we uh, go into the next break, too. Another cut. Um, we're also going to eat and share with each other, and Tom will do Q and A. So if you, I'm going to talk, eat, and play at the same time. Talk, now that's going to be something. Is that a movie, a novel? I what mean, about the Vive, man. 
<laughs> He's a man for all seasons. Hey. But anyway, I, I I just enjoy, I've enjoyed the chance to get to know you. And by the way, if you want to see what Tom looks like, ladies, um, he's going to be on, he and I will be together on uh, CT Style next Thursday uh, with uh, Ryan Christopher and Teresa LaBarbera. And we're going to be talking second act there. And Channel 8. Can, Channel 8. Yeah. Yeah. That, looks, that was really exciting. I'm really excited. You're really about excited. That. I'm combing my hair. I, I'm going to need more than spandex for that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> anyway, Tom, you are just so delightful. Thank you. I, I, I can't wait to see your presentation on September 17th. And if you're listening and saying, okay, okay, I'm, you got me. I want to come. Just call the box office, 203-346-2000. That's the Palace Theater box office. Or go to our website, uh, palacetheaterct.org. The ticket's $20, $25, dollars with a discount if you're an AARP member or belong to Ollie or a myriad of other City of Waterbury employee. Um, so, you know, do yourself a favor. Don't miss out. This is going to be a fun way to start your week on a Monday night. And it's early, 6 to 8. You can do this. We're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to have our next guest who is involved in a bridge game of sorts coming up. But listen to another another cut from Tom the Suit Force CD on fire. with your Palisher place. Woof, this morning is flying by and I just love the vitality that of the guests that come on this show. And right now, I have another one of those people I'm so happy to have for the first time Ed Bassett, who is a founder of a wonderful jewel of a theater company called Phoenix Stage Company. Company. PSC. And um, Ed, welcome, welcome, welcome to your palace, your place. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you for having me. Um, um, my pleasure. And, you know, I, I, without sounding like I'm being self-promoting, I'm going to be self-promoting in this segment a little bit, simply because I met you, Ed. Actually, I met you through the Arts Collaborative at a meeting last Correct. December. Yes. And I walked into Phoenix Stage and I said, 
oh my God, I love it here. Why have I not been here before? I've lived in this area my whole life. Um, and actually, maybe a very long time ago, I may have been there when the what was called Oakville Players. Or yeah, Oakville Players was there many, many, years ago many. So I'm dating right? myself, but but I hadn't been back, and I'm like, why not? I love this space. It's so intimate. I love that. That yeah. sense. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So so Phoenix Stage Company. Where did that come from? How did that get formed? Well, um, Agnes Dan and myself and Sharon Wilcox, who's currently the production manager of the Warner Theater, yeah. uh, we had all just come out of big transitions in our lives. We we were all uh, losing careers, but from companies moving out of state. Uh, Sharon was the production manager at the time for um, the Thompson Opera House, and they had just decided to close the Opera House. So, And we had been a design company for about five years before that. We were called Bravo Theatrical Design, and we designed sets and costumes for other theaters. The three of you? Yes. Oh, so we I did work at Taft School and a lot of costume design for the Thompson Opera House and other places. We okay. would do other designs. And the original idea idea was, well, if we open a small performance venue, we can showcase our work and people can come see it kind of like retail on stage. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Well, that quickly changed. <laughs> After our first uh, season, we realized that that probably isn't the greatest plan. And so uh, we decided to focus more on just becoming a community theater and working hard and and uh, putting on good shows. And you have created uh, a legacy already of that. I mean, I know that I was reading about Phoenix Stage when you were still in Naugatuck. Yeah. Um, and now, of course, you're in Oakville and um, have moved uh, into that space. But I was reading wonderful reviews about your work and, and the, the, the performances people were giving. And I had always had a little bit of, uh, hmm, Hmm. I'd like to know more. Maybe how do I how do I you know know more? Maybe get involved with this group. And I was so blessed. Um, and is this going to sound funny to say? I came out for an audition for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and and I wasn't cast. Um, and that's that's you know fine. <laughs> but what it did, it exposed me to this other piece that you were getting ready to um, mount or have auditions for, called the Octet Bridge Club. And yes, I. Indeed. Saw that it was all women, and I thought, "Oh, this could be quite interesting." I'm interested in this. A stage full of women. It could a be good. Could be bad. <laughs> but you know what? It's turned out to be such a wonderful experience. Yeah. What a great group of women are in this cast. And when I came for my our first read through, I remember Chrissy Flynn said to me, "You are so fortunate. You're going to be among the best of the best." And boy, has that proven itself to be true. Very professional in their orientation. There's, you know, there's a warmth and a welcoming. And that's another thing about Phoenix that is just, I couldn't believe from the free popcorn for for people who perform in the audience too. Free popcorn. Free endless popcorn. Free endless it's popcorn. It's our thing. I we love were going that. to do cupcakes and then we just envisioned frosting on the carpets. Yeah, got, no. Nah, popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. But that's just a lovely little gesture. And I think it speaks to the love that really supports this this company. I mean, how, yeah. don't, wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, you. I, I would. You know, we we were all we were all performers 
you know, and we've, we've been involved in theater for so long. And when we opened Phoenix, we really wanted it to be a living room. We wanted people to feel welcome. We wanted to know patrons by their first names, and we wanted them to feel welcome to hug anyone that was in the lobby. And, and that's what's happened. People come in and they hug each other and they welcome each other. And it's one big family. Even strangers kind of look at us a little bit odd at first when they come in and we're like, hi. You know, and it's like a big, you know, welcome fest. And so, but they, they get used to it quickly. And it's, it's just, yeah. it's just a thing. And, and if you're um, working on either side of the stage, whether that's backstage or on the stage, there is that sense of family. I mean, people, it's a support. I want to say I'm not a support group, but there's a support network there among the people. Sure, there is. You know, and I never forget one of our first rehearsals when, you know, there was a part, and without giving the story away about myself and another character, we're in a moment, and I was in tears, and she was in tears initially, and I didn't know. I... I thought we, you know, but later on I found out that someone very close to her, she had just lost that morning. Correct. And, I, and everybody was supporting that. And, um, you know, you don't find that everywhere. You don't find that in the work world everywhere. You don't. People are afraid to be personal. Yes. They're afraid of offending each other yeah. or getting too close or yeah. uh, stepping inside of someone's circle. Yeah. And, you know, uh, theater is therapy. Yeah. For the people on stage and oftentimes for people that are watching. And so being able to to nurture that and allow it to happen and, uh, you know, that's important for us. Well, you know, this particular piece, Octet Bridge Club, I think really speaks to what you just said, Ed. I think it is. um, I know for me personally, um, it's making me look at some of the dynamics of the relationships in my life, past and present. it's also, I know, speaking to people in the audience, it is, it, it, there is a therapeutic aspect. Sure. To people this. need to laugh. Yeah. They need to cry. They yeah. need to think. Sometimes they need to not think. You just need to do a show that's just fun. Yes. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So we have, that's the Christmas show, is our fun show. There you show. go. We're there coming. you go. And Jekyll and Hyde. People know Jekyll and Hyde, and that's next. So, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think if people. People should experience this theater. That's the best thing I can I can say because it's it is special. There's uh, something just you don't find everywhere, and there's all aspects uh, uh, of good pieces from lots of different theater. Of course, there find. are. You know, we're unique. We're small enough that we can. Uh, kind of create this. Yep. You know, when you have a huge venue, it's difficult. Yes. Um, I'm doing a show at uh, Landmark Community Theater right now, and um, they're they're wonderful. Yeah. I, I enjoy going there. Yeah. But it's a different venue. Casts yes. are larger. It's a larger house. It's, there's more people involved. Right. So right. it's a little bit uh, more difficult to be as personal. But we're we're lucky. We have that. Ability. Yeah, yeah, and and the people I've met, and I, I should mention um, certainly Agnes Dan, the the director, has really given. She's trusted her actors and mm-hmm. given them permission to find the essence of their character and and play with that and you know find little pieces each time we do it i know in my head i'm thinking new pieces of information i know about this character right. um and of course i it would be remiss not to mention emily diedrich 
Helen um, Adams, Adams, Adams yeah. um, who are, I would say, the central. That, uh, it's an ensemble piece, right? But that central relationship yes. is the is the pulse underneath yes. the show. That's that's an excellent way to put it. And I mean, I've I've just watched both of these women, and I just marvel at uh, what they're what they're bringing to this piece so and of course all the other sisters and I don't want to leave anybody out you know them better than I do because I, I want to call them by their character name you do <laughs> Teresa Pandolfo yep. uh, Beth Steinberg Yo, who Case, I adore. Casey Ross yes of yes. course Sherry Mercy oh. you and, Alice and, our um, Alice and Lil uh, uh, Debbie Goodman. Debbie Goodman. Deb Goodman. Uh-huh. Um, did we get everybody? And Josh. Josh Gogol, our only boy in the cast. Amazing 17-year-old who, <laughs> he is just, I love him. I He's just such a great young person. Mm. He, he, and he's like, he's an old soul. You can tell yeah. that he's an old soul, but yeah. a great kid. Um, so you also do some fun things. And um, so people, if you're listening and saying, well, I might want to be involved. Um, how do I get involved? Um, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's not only on stage. It's there's tons of things that happen to make this place run. And it, I, I just have to, give, I just have to say this one thing. I have never, I don't think, ever been in a production where the actors have been so well taken care of. When the first time I went down to the dressing room, I mean, here's your your character, your name. Here's your stuff. You're you're wearing wigs, or here's your locker to put your things in. It's like every you are amazing at because you think of. A hundred million details that other people would never think of. Well, we we have a great group of people. It's yeah. you know I'm I happen to be able to lead the the group as the executive director, uh, but it helps to have a lot of OCD people who are just really <laughs> organized. And and again, coming from an actor's view, uh, you look at what would make your life easier as an actor. What yeah. makes it easier? And if everything is labeled yeah. and there, yeah. It makes it easier. Yeah, you don't have to have that angst about, oh my God, I don't know where my costume is and where's this prop and what's next. And, you know, it really, it it takes that part away so you can focus on what you're supposed to be focused on. And that's on. important. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. Yeah. But you also do fun things. You had just had a fundraiser and you, you do rely on fundraising opportunities. We do. We're activities. a 100% volunteer organization. No one gets paid um, where we are. And so. Which is incredible. I just have to say, when you, I know, I can see the time that people put into this. That's an amazing statement. Yeah, it's uh, an act of love for all of us. Yeah. Um, so we do. We're we're probably ninety five percent dependent on tickets and fundraising and and all of that stuff. Right. So it, it's I really want to talk about two fun things, but before I don't want to lose sight of this, people who are listening and want to get tickets to Octet Bridge Club or want to know more about the theater, what's the website, Ed? The website is www.phoenixstagecompany.org and the phone number is 860-417-2505. And that's in Oakville, Connecticut. It is. Um, so, you know, you make in sure the old clockwork space. That's yes. Yeah. For those who might remember clockwork. Sure. Yep. 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 So coming up, you have um, 
for people involved already involved in the theater, you have an event where well, we have a new event coming too. Oh, yes, we're doing a wine and chocolate tasting train ride on the twentieth of October. Oh, from Thomaston. Oh, I love uh, with the characters of Jekyll and Hyde in costume on the train. Oh, so that's wha- going to be fun. So you can watch for more information. Oh, yeah, we're just what a putting all of that together. Idea. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. and when is Jekyll and Hyde go up? Jekyll and Hyde goes up on October seventh. <laughs> I'm pretty certain it's October, October <laughs> okay, 7th. Okay. Yeah, check okay. the website. All right, so that's the, the next show up. Octet Bridge Club is running this weekend for three performances. Uh, tonight yes. at 8, tomorrow at 8, and Saturday at 3. Correct. And then next weekend, Friday, Friday and, Saturday at eight. and Saturday at 8. So yes. if you, you want to see this production, and I, it's a beautiful piece of theater, and if you're a member of a family, and everybody is, but in particular if you have sisters or uh, not just, but certainly I think it'll speak to you on many levels. It sure does. Yeah. yeah. But, and the fun thing I wanted to say was, so you're going to be announcing your upcoming season. We are. And you do that in a kind of fun way with your kind of insiders first, right? Well, no, everybody comes. We have patrons come. Oh, everybody I didn't comes. know that. Yes. Oh, listen it up. Is our It is our eighth anniversary this year. And so on Friday, the 21st of uh, September, we do our anniversary party. And we theme it every year and we have a cooking contest. Everybody oh. brings food and everybody votes. And this year's theme is balls because we're having a ball. Okay. So people are cake balls That's and cheese great. balls and cookie balls okay. and we announce our season and I have we a actually great recipe I'm we actually make. have envelopes that are numbered and we call people up randomly and they open the envelope and read the synopsis of the show and oh. then say the show oh, and then fun. and then there's a contest after that you try to put them in the right order and you win oh. season tickets to see the show wow. it's an open event we invite everybody to it we normally have you know 85 or so people there That's, and it, it's just fun it's it a is nice fun evening. and it also engages as you said then your patrons and Sure. You know, not just people who are the insiders, which I didn't realize. So that's a ingenious. That's sure. a great they can, way. They sit at the tables with the performers and the volunteers and get to know everybody. And it's just fun. That's it's wonderful. Yeah. Ed, I want to know, is there anything else you want to make sure we touch on today before we Tomorrow, Phoenix Stage Company is participating in the Connecticut Theater Festival, C2 Fest 18, at the Warner Theater, Nancy Marine Studio Theater. The festival starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and ends at 8 o'clock at night. Um, it's uh, three theater companies, Phoenix Stage Company, Backyard Theater Ensemble, and TheaterWorks New Milford. We're all presenting uh, abridged pieces, uh, So, and there are adjudicators that will select one piece to go on and represent Connecticut at the New England Regional Festival next year. Wow. So that's tomorrow. And you can find out more information on warnertheater.org. Okay. All right. And I know you have a wonderful piece, Fanny Bryce. Yes. One Night with Fanny Bryce, an original musical that we did. That's very cool, which had an off-Broadway run. I'm getting the high sign for two minutes. So, Ed Bassett, thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you, Sherry. um, You're you're welcome. And, And thank you. And I just wanted to say, you know, from a personal standpoint, my involvement in in the Octet Bridge Club was for me a personal challenge that I um, said I want to put myself into. I've done theater over my lifetime, but, you know, not in the same volume as some of your, you know, performers uh, and, and people involved. And I was like, I this, I need to do this. It's like, a milestone to say, yep, you can still do this. It's your second yes, act. Yes, 
it's my second act. And that's exactly, you know, how I felt about it. And I, I just thank you so much for letting me have that opportunity. Thank you for coming down and playing and giving us your talent You're and welcome. sharing it. My, my pleasure. So one minute left, and you've been listening this morning to Your Palace, Your Place, a presentation by the Palace Theater right here in wonderful Waterbury, Connecticut. And we have so many exciting things coming up this season. Go to our website, palacetheaterct.org, to see the six-show Webster Broadway series that kicks off in uh, October with The Illusionists, live from Broadway, which is going to be phenomenal. I love magic. And I'm just so excited to see this show. And a little a little something, that show is on tour now. It is going back to Broadway. Yes. So see it at the Palace. Why not? And that's all. That's all for this edition of Your Palace, Your Place. I want, and we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place.